your boots, throw that title over your shoulder, and stumble to the middle of the ring for a double choke slam from the brothers of Discussion. Boom! Yeah! Boom! Was that a uh, Adam Cole boom? That one's a little more subtle. You, you just kind of mouth the lyrics. It's a little, yeah. It's a little lip sync contest. Ah. And Adam Cole wins every week. Um... Yeah, the middle of the ring, I think that's the best spot for a double choke slam because you get to hear all the, the press board underneath the ring really shake. You know, that <laughs> It sounds more painful. Um, I'm the brother named Michael, and the other one named Matt is going to tell you where you can find all the details and as I related love, to Brothers of Discussion. As I like Matt, to call it, the, the hub for the Brothers of Discussion is bodpodcast.com. That's where you're going to find links to all of our blogs, all of our podcast episodes. This is episode 29. Uh, you can also come say hi uh, to us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, both of those social media platforms, you can find us as at bodpodcast. That is at bodpodcast. There's also links on the website. So if you go to bodpodcast.com, you're going to get everything. You're going to get the social media links. You're going to get the blogs. You're going to get the podcast. You're going to see pretty pictures of us. Uh, most recently, uh, this past week, we've had uh, four articles that we hope you're enjoying. Uh, if you haven't yet, go check out uh, the Fox and WWE deal is bigger than how it affects your Friday night. Um, I was a little tickled about uh, the second that news came out everyone was upset that oh my god on friday night i gotta watch smackdown on friday <laughs> like keep your panties on it's first of all we all most of us stream this anyway <laughs> uh, yeah nobody watches live tv anymore yeah, it's a big deal <laughs> grow up uh and we had uh, gargano declares it's worth it big article about uh well really nxt overall um and the fun, I, I had fun listening to Gargano going through his, his little, you know, predictable, <laughs> his predictable promo. Uh, it would have been kind of funny if that did end with, you know, it's not worth it. Uh, I'm done. This is just, this is a silly thing that I do. This is theater stop, where I Stop chanting, you. stop, stop chanting, stop, stop, shh, no. <laughs> no. You guys don't no. understand. No. I don't need this. I don't need any of you. I don't need my wife. Wait. <laughs> wait, you're supposed to... Wait, we're wait starting a, a family. No. No, no, no. It's... I'm, no, I'm done with all of it. I'm out. All right? You can be Miss... You can be Miss Wrestling. How about that? Because you're not going to be Mrs. Wrestling. It is over! And then Ooh. Champa comes out and plants a big one on her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that'll be the new the new punch, uh, punch to punch, uh, performance where it'll be Gargano says it's not worth it, boo, and then Chapa kisses her, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the new, like nobody will talk about Bret Hart and Stone Cold for the double turn ever again. They're gonna just talk about Champa and Gargano doing a wife swap. <laughs> 
Uh, we've also got articles on uh, the crappy, <clears throat> and we'll talk about it today, uh, the Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn feud, beyond bad and enormously embarrassing. Um, <clears throat> I, I was lucky enough to have my fiance in the room uh, watching that with me, so I had to sort of... Apologize. Yeah, right. As a pro wrestling fan, how embarrassed I was just to have that on my TV, but then when other people see that you're watching it, and then they don't understand what's going on. Ah, <clears throat> man, yeah, I can't talk right now. This is good for a podcast. Uh, and then, of course, my weekly update on Ziggler and McIntyre, which I think could just... That, that, that could be the biggest thing that the WWE has if they do it right. So far, so good. But we'll see. Um, speaking of all that fun stuff, uh, I, I, I had fun writing an article uh, about a week and a half ago about all the different ways that Nakamura um, could pick a stip. Sorry, now my nose is running. Uh, could pick a stipulation first match against AJ Styles. My whole face is falling apart. I still have fireworks in my eyes. My nose is running. I can't talk. Ugh. There we go. I'm going to need a sip of coffee in a second. Uh, anyway, Nakamura picking his stipulation uh, almost gave me... I Like, when I watched that live and Nakamura said, Pillow fight. I... I needed a new, I needed a new clean pair of shorts because I thought we were gonna get to watch a pillow fight. I didn't. I actually, I, I, I actually needed a new pillow bunched up to bang because <laughs> I thought that was, I thought it was finally gonna happen. <laughs> we we're gonna do something crazy. That Matt's article had come to fruition. Well, then but, I, uh, I was a little embarrassed too because I was like, why didn't I think a pillow fight? That'd be so adorable to watch those two in the <laughs> ring, wearing their PJs, whipping pillows at each other. Like, well, I do. You know, WWE likes to plant the seeds, and now we know it's. I don't know if it's technically a last man standing match, because um, Shinsuke basically just said, "Ah, man, <laughs> So he just kind of, he got kind of read between the lines with Shinsuke. Always a mystery. Maybe he was doing a lava nama match. I don't know. We don't know what's gonna happen. Um, <laughs> Oh well, yeah, I like but, um, the, the announce team was like, I'm pretty sure he said last man standing match right there. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um But uh <laughs> I hope I hope WWE like plants the seeds. You know, like uh you know they always do a storytelling, like you could tell Jericho and Kevin Owens are gonna break up. Yeah. I hope that this last man standing match only ends because AJ stuffs a pillow in Nakamura's mouth. You know, something like that. Um <laughs> Like he smothers them with a pillow, you know. <laughs> I hope they both um, have pillows, like you know, covering their nuts. Like that would be fun. Like, <laughs> or like, you know how they they do like those silly shots with like the aluminum garbage can lid, and there's no way that's really gonna knock someone out. Like, yeah. there's gonna be a pillow swing at some point during this match, and like it's gonna just take like that'll it'll take someone to nine, like a nine count. Just, just a real good pillow swing. <laughs> not a real wallop. Yeah. Just a real whap. Hey. Um, I do like Nine. the idea of Nakamura doing a like a, a nut punch, and it doesn't hurt AJ, and he like you know waves his finger back and forth. Not today, Shinsuke. And then he pulls a big old like you know uh, like phenomenal pillow out of his pants. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a big P1 pillow. And that's a new product that they can sell. 
Get yourself the new nut saving pillow. P <laughs> P1, phenomenal one. Um, if you want to keep your P1 coming out straight, get yourself the new <laughs> P1 pillow. Um, yeah, I, it was kind of a letdown. I, I thought they would be a little more creative. Um, yeah. I, I think Nakamura was hoping they would have been more creative with the... Uh, Alright, so what you're going to do, you're going to... You're gonna knock out AJ, and then you're gonna count to ten. And Nakamura was selling it at the beginning. Then when he hit like six, you know, he he really did give it like the the good old wrestling try, where it was like one, two, <laughs> and then six rolled around, and he's like seven, eight, nine, ten, last man standing. <laughs> Uh, that that would have been that would have been okay. I I would have been fine if, if Nakamura just announced it. Then then he didn't have to have his uh, mouth guard in. There's a lot of there's a lot of good things that could have came out of Nakamura just uh you know bluntly just last man standing match. Drop the mic, walk away. Yeah, I mean, what was kind of fun is you know Nakamura was was counting like he was already doing the match. So I don't know if he thinks in his own head he just created a last man standing match. Uh, <laughs> You're showing us the rules. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, it was kinda like he nobody told him, Alright, Shinsuke, we're gonna do this we're gonna do a last man standing match. So what you have to do is you have to knock out AJ for ten seconds. And you have to educate the crowd on what that means. So <laughs> Ah, oh, okay. So he goes out and he does a first draft of it. And then AJ screwed it up by getting up at six, so he had to go kick him down again and start counting. And then he's like, last man standing match. And then, oh, oh okay. Maybe, uh, I think the other alternative here is that they actually were going to do the pillow match. And, because the crowd no-sold it, Nakamura, you know, he, he, he listened to that, um... The Nerdist interview with John Cena, where Cena said, "You got to read the crowd. You got to react. That's how you got to run. <laughs> when you're out there, don't go out there with a straight plan. You got to go out there knowing you have to react to the crowd. So the crowd doesn't react to the pillow fight. Nakamura's like, shit. I have to invent something now. <laughs> and if I put it on live TV, we have to do it. Last man standing match." <laughs> Um, I feel like we should get mouth guards <laughs> to talk about the last man standing match once we do our money in the bank preview so that we can... <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm laughing right now, so I'm glad I didn't finish writing my article about <laughs> saying what when Nakamura's doing his promos. <laughs> Yeah, but it shouldn't be what. It should be what? What? <laughs> it should be done. Yeah, if everybody said excuse me, that would be fine. But when you're a dick and you yell what, and then you look at your buddy and start giggling every time, that's just mean. You're being Can you repeat mean. that? <laughs> Beg your pardon? Yeah. <laughs> Beg your pardon. Clap, 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 clap. Um... Yeah, so uh, overall, you know, kind of a kind of a letdown creatively. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, it's it's probably 
still going to be, you know, one of the more exciting versions of that match uh, because they kind of, you know, didn't set the the bar super high in the last couple encounters. So yeah. hopefully getting some toys out there and listening to Nakamura count to ten, you know, that'll kind of um, <laughs> increase the entertainment value a little bit. Yeah, I, I you know, without any without any uh, you know preface, he you know was just counting and the crowd got into it pretty quickly. Like they were counting too. Um, you know, starting with the front row, and then it started making its way to the back. And then by, like, four and five, you know, the whole audience was, you know, helping count out AJ. So, I don't know. People, people yeah. like, uh, they people like, like count. Yeah. They love counting. If we've learned anything from the Royal Rumble, they love counting down. So now AJ's gonna teach him how to count up. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, you know, as, as far as wrestling program goes, programming goes, um... I don't know how we haven't really started with this, but the other huge SmackDown news is it's not going to be on Tuesdays anymore because it got a huge monster offer from Fox. Um, real that, programming. That was on the bottom of my list. Yeah. How's that on the bottom? That's the biggest news. <laughs> it's going to be on Fox. Um, I, I don't know what kind of guests we're going to get now. I mean, we, we've had... Uh, maybe we'll get, like, Homer Simpson and Bob's Burgers on there. I'm, I'm pretty pumped for... a for Fox getting the rights. Um, well, it'll be interesting to see what Fox turns into because a lot of their properties and licenses or whoever, if it's Comcast or Disney that finishes up this this deal, that's what's a part of that deal is, is those properties. So Fox is going to be rebranding themselves. Uh, they're they're going to be changing. But what, what they did keep was all of their sports channels everything they have for the nfl anything they do over the year that has you know everything with major league baseball they're keeping they're keeping all of that so that's where i got excited because if this is going to primarily be revenue based off of sport and that's what we're going to identify fox with going forward then damn it we're going to be watching a sport going forward and we get to say that yeah, oh, uh, I think that's a good will be point. A sport on Fox. I mean, you're going to be seeing ads for WWE programming, like during the NFL or like you know in between mm-hmm. breaks for you know Major League Baseball. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that does kind of help legitimize it, you know, taking it off USA. Um. I I think that that it'll change. I think it'll uh, honestly change the way that show's written. I think you'll actually see the roster change. Uh, maybe not like the likes of AJ or Daniel Bryan leaving. I think they're exactly what you're looking for, but I think it. I think it's going to turn into more of you know more of a sport. And 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 they're if this is on Fox, so you're looking at a major broadcast network compared to USA. Um, unfortunately, that I think that does mean that you know Roman Reigns is is going to be on both shows going forward. Yeah, you know, like like you couldn't you couldn't not have your your highest paid guys you know on, on the show that's on the fox broadcast network because i'm sure fox is thinking yes we want to help change your show but we also want all of your lovely wrestling fans that <laughs> are addicted to this and will never go away no matter what you do we want them to watch our our beautiful ads <laughs> yeah it uh it um i mean it's cool to get them on a major network but it is it is a little bit of a bummer um, because Fox, you know, makes makes so much 
money for advertising on you know Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, th uh, Thursdays. Fridays are kind of that dead night where there aren't a lot of people gathered around TVs. Um, I feel like one thing that's going to change. Because I know you know we you and I discussed it in the in the pre-show chat about people's um, interest in streaming um, you know yeah. their entertainment, um, watching it at a later date than when it's actually you know uh, broadcast originally. Um, the one thing I'm really interested to see if Fox can manage to pull it off, because Friday nights are not usually a night for you to sit down and watch, you know like a like a drama. Yeah. Um, or a comedy. It's actually usually a night when you watch sports. So what I'm wondering is if there's some way that Fox can actually get to the point where when you go to a bar on a Friday night, like, you can see SmackDown. Yeah. That actually would be pretty sweet. Because that's a night usually, you know, like for right now, you know, that's, that's when you're going to see playoff hockey, playoff basketball, um, baseball is on, you know, something's on ESPN. Um... But to get to a point where, you know, and even smaller, you know, smaller bars, you know, maybe, you know, everybody has HD cable, but now it's going to be a lot easier for you to just, you know, keep Fox on, you know, for that whole cycle of, you know, usual sports and news, and then that, that sachets right into 8 o'clock, and there's pro wrestling on uh, Friday night on Fox. Yeah, that's a, like, um, that's a great point, because Fox still wants to hang on to, like, I, I if, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, isn't Fox getting Thursday night football for the next few years? Ooh, not sure about that deal. Um, well, let's keep with me. Uh, so they'll have Thursday night football. They're going to have college football on Saturdays. Obviously, Sunday is uh, the NFL. They have a void on Friday. If they're, if they're holding on to their sports properties, and you're making the argument, like, there's got to be something on on Fridays, uh, that this, you know, this will be their answer. It's going to be SmackDown. Further legitimizing our sport. Probably forcing the WWE to have to put in a deal with UFC or something to, to keep, you know, more UFC guys wrestling on Fox. Because Fox has a deal with UFC as well. That could turn into, like, their Friday night fight, you know, Friday fight night or something. Got half hour of SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, that would be so funny. They spend a billion dollars on SmackDown and then knock it down to a half hour. Um, I, I I think best case for Fox is they do SmackDown from, like, 7 to 9, and then they'll, they'll do their UFC, which I, I, don't, I don't care for UFC myself, um, but then they throw that on top from, like, 9 to 11. Then you've got your Friday night, fight night, whatever. Yeah. See, that's the tough part. Um... Like, as far as going to Friday nights, you know, and we're, we're assuming that Fox is trying to worm their way onto TVs and bars. Yeah. Um, that's not usually an opportunity for you to hear the commentary. Or, especially with wrestling, you know, to hear the, the storylines progress. So I wonder if they're going to try to get to a point where it is a little more like UFC with just kind of, like, montages, but then maybe more elongated matches. Um, so that you're actually, you know, like a UFC-style watching you know, more 10 to 15 minute matches instead of, you know, maybe three or four or five minute matches. I think, um, I think the, like a, a good, a good, 
I don't know how to put this, but uh, what kind of agrees with you, or, or, or what could what could help out uh, your argument, would be uh, Moro Ronaldo coming back to the SmackDown uh, bench because he'd actually le- legitimize this a little bit further because he's been calling boxing matches, but then um, you know he he actually calls it like it's a real fight. You know he doesn't he he, he does get into the story and he gets emotional, uh, rightly so, like as he should. This is still pro wrestling. But he also, you know, calls every move in the ring. Nothing is ignored. Everything right. is is something to, to Ronaldo. Uh, but another thing, too, like if you're at Buffalo Wild Wings, and I've, I've had the unfortunate, uh, uh, you know, night happen where I, I walk into a Buffalo Wild Wings and they're blasting UFC uh, through the entire building. Um, that, that, that could still, like, I think the storylines and the, you know, announcers... Uh, might still find their way into different bars when they're they're piping in the sound because uh, I've had to listen to Joe Rogan call you know two two hours of UFC fighting before. <laughs> but I think there's still that that possibility. Yeah, um, it's going to be a brand new experience. Um, I definitely feel like you're you're going to be able to see it in the wrestlers. Like, whoa, this this feels kind of big time. Um, and that's where you, you know, alluded to earlier how there might be a little bit of a, a roster rearrangement, because um, this definitely sounds like something that would want to bring, or at least WWE would either want to bring back, or the man himself would be interested in, you know, at least being uh, visible. Is you know, like Cena, um, yeah, or Undertaker to kind of, kind of, you know, bring in that casual fan um, to let them know that you know this. This is this is a big deal, you know. This is coming to a major network. Um, it's not just going to be the stale program you watched before, which <laughs> wouldn't make a lot of sense bringing back Cena. But you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, you you don't want to open it up with just uh, you know Carl uh, Anderson and Luke Gallows, um, you know, squaring off against the Bludgeon Brothers or something like that. <laughs> you know, as much as we love them, we're you know real wrestling fans but you want to try to lure in the the casual people and let them know that this is maybe something we could get used to doing on friday nights yeah you'll probably, um, you'll probably that's a good point you'll probably see the first six months will be huge matches big names uh and and all of our favorite guys will, will disappear yep they'll disappear until <laughs> yep yep um i mean one man who who will not be disappearing um be our boy daniel bryan who uh, got to uh, defeat Jeff Hardy and get into the Money in the Bank match in June? Um, I don't think there's any doubt that he's going to beat Jeff Hardy when you saw this match on the card. But well, he's got to beat Samoa Joe first, and then he can. I thought he was just in, and then he also just gets to fight Joe for fun. I think he has to beat Samoa Joe, and then the winner there goes to Money in the Bank. Hmm. <laughs> like that's what the big cast match was supposed to be the the winner goes to money in the bank i don't think you're right on that though i'm pretty sure the announcement was daniel bryant's now qualified it didn't say that he also has to defeat uh joe well then that's that match is dumb boo all right let me let's let's do this we're gonna keep i'm gonna keep talking into the microphone and hopefully nobody can hear that I'm typing. 
because what I'm doing, um, uh, all right. Daniel Bryan comments on the coming match. Daniel Bryan beats Jeff Hardy. Will face Samoa Joe in Money in the Bank qualifying match. What? May twenty second, two thousand eighteen, at ten thirteen p.m. Yeah, like that. That was the storyline. So Big Cass was supposed to fight Samoa Joe. Winner goes to Money in the Bank. Big Cass maybe gets hurt. Maybe it's storyline. Who knows? Um. So, I mean, here, here's the thing. Samoa Joe is winning this match, and Big Cass is going to be the reason. Um, which was funny, because if it was Big Cass versus Samoa Joe, Big Cass would also be the reason why Samoa Joe would win, because why would Big Cass ever beat Samoa Joe? Um, that wasn't that funny of a joke. But yeah, uh, no. so this, this was supposed to push out that, uh, I don't know, the qual the last qualifying match coming out of SmackDown, I, I think just by week, only because it's it's tough to do all this programming. That's that's part of the reason why I don't know if Big Cass is legit hurt. Like maybe he did get hurt, but I don't think he's injured injured. I think I think this is part of some storyline. Um, but anyway, uh, Cass gets hurt. They don't just want to throw Daniel Bryan into the Samoa Joe match. So what they do is Daniel Bryan versus Jeff Hardy. These are two guys who have already lost qualifying matches. And this is their second chance. Um, as, as you love. You love second chance matches. Uh, so Daniel technically is getting two second chance matches. He had to qualify for his real second chance. Uh, but yeah, he takes down Jeff Hardy. and uh, Which I, I thought was... Uh, oh, wonderful match if you if you haven't had an opportunity yet uh head on over to hulu or probably it's probably on youtube now too i forget they do that yeah. but um yeah what's that what's that new finisher daniel has is uh the uh, well the the, the dragon the, the prelude to it is the dragon screw and then he just does kind of a like a heel lock that's his new submission move um like, the submission move, it just kind of looks like he's, you know, stretching out Jeff Hardy's hammies a little bit, you know, after a you know, long long run or something. But the dragon screw looks pretty painful. Like, that, it looks like an easy way for you to screw up somebody's ACL or MCL. Yeah. That, that looks pretty violent. <laughs> I don't know if it's just Daniel's uh, spin on it, mm -hmm. um, but that, that doesn't look like a fun thing to, uh, you know, experience. Um, I know you'd said, you know, does this mean Daniel's going heel? No, um, I was kidding. Well, it's not that crazy, because a lot of the times when somebody goes heel, you know, they use a submission maneuver to do so, and then they, you know, hold the submission longer than they're supposed to. Um, and the name of it being Heel Lock. That's yeah, where that's coming from. <laughs> I, was not, I was not dissecting that going, oh, you know... That that does look pretty painful, and if the you bad held guy that lock. for a long time, you yeah, the heel lock is the heel lock. <laughs> or maybe that's just him turning into an even bigger, like, superhero, and that's how he's going to take down Big Cass, the heel, with the heel lock. Yeah. Yeah. See? The heel, heel dis, dis... Gotta have, gotta have mind powers. Mind powers. Yeah. Um... Well, yeah, what, I mean, what's, what, uh, that's what I'm taking out of this. This big cast is going to ruin everything. I think the writers were actually like, oh, sweet. Now our main event is, is good to go for two weeks instead of us 
having to do some bullshit tag match next week, or uh, you know, have the. I don't, you don't have the New Day fight at any point, right? We're not doing a winner goes to money in the bank. They're just going to... Ooh. I do like that idea, though. Um, if only because, you know, what what should start out as a gentleman's contest, um, you know, eventually gets a little heated. Like, hey, what are you hitting me so hard for? And then they actually start trying, and then they actually get pissed at each other. I, I'm not... I'm not too... I wouldn't be too upset if they broke up, just because creatively I'd want to see how those guys, like throw desserts at each other i think that would be kind of be kind of be fun yeah um but they definitely made it seem like they're still going to be best buddies after this like even the miz couldn't fluster them um well yeah i think they they pretty much took uh the words that i spoke the last couple weeks where this is this is possible this is them whoever goes into that match and wins uh it'll be the new day holding the briefcase collectively and they're gonna have fun with that briefcase. I think they would have more fun with that briefcase than anybody has since since the money in the bank started. I, I, I just think it's gold. And I think it would be easy to write. And then you've got, you know, them running out there as three guys whenever they're trying to cash it in. I, it's, it's just, it writes itself. It's, it's genius. <laughs> and, and it's gonna happen. And it's gonna be Biggie. It's going to be Biggie. Biggie is winning Money in the Bank. You heard it here first. That is my selection, and we don't even know for sure that he's in the match. So that, when I have to write down I'm picking Biggie to win, and it ends up that Kofi goes into the match. I'm not switching to Kofi. It's still Biggie. So you're you're going all in on the, on the new day. Um... I'm all in, baby. Just like Cody Rhodes, I mean, Cody. Um, yeah, and hopefully CM Punk. I would then I would pay to watch that, um, but I, it's not happening, man. I'm sorry. Uh, Big E has just not gotten enough of a push. I don't think it would mean as much if he won. I think it would be more of a oh okay, like that kind of reaction instead of yeah or boo. It's what? too it's too mixed and confusing. So We've never we haven't we haven't seen him do anything of this of this caliber in in many moons many years. Um, I don't I don't think you'd have the emotional punch. That's why I, I I don't see it happening, Matt. I'm sorry. You'll see it out of me. Uh, I think this I'll is be how you. My pants. <laughs> gyrating. I think this might be how you you write Braun Strowman as a victory over Brock Lesnar. Um. You know, Braun can kind of sneak in and you know that's, cash it in after no, a. No, that's not how Braun Strowman wins a title. Uh, <laughs> Sneaking the side of the ring. <laughs> can you imagine him like like Seth? Can you imagine what? him like Seth Rollins like thundering down the ramp like Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> like Braun Braun is gonna win by doing a last man standing match and flipping the entire arena on top of Brock Lesnar. Like, that's that's no. how Braun Strowman wins I think uh, Brock and Roman are going to pummel each other, and they're just going to rehash that storyline um, with uh, Braun eating the pinfall in what becomes a triple threat match. Not that we want to go down the, the fantasy booking uh, right. rabbit hole, but I just... I don't, I don't know. I, I just think that's more feasible than Big E, who's 
just got he's got no momentum. He's just you're, he's kind of there as a comedy character right I now. Just, I'm, right now I'm having I'm, I'm remembering November when I'm picking Daniel Bryan coming back to fight Nakamura winning the Rumble and just these same arguments. <sighs> but Mike, I'm telling you, I am telling you, this is another Matt prediction. It'll go down as Matt being a hundred percent since Brothers of Discussion started. Big E, Big E's winning that goddamn money in the bank. I, oh, I man. guarantee it. As much as I guarantee Daniel Bryan coming back to fight, and I even, you know what, Mike? I'll even say I even said he was gonna tag with Shane McMahon. I, I said it, damn it. Oh boy. Oh, I was God. I was right about everything, except for Roman Reigns beating Brock Lesnar. That I was wrong about. But everything else, nailed it. Boop. Sorry, I just I I, 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 I think... see it. I can feel it. I can feel it in my body, in my Matt, blood. I'm, I'm the proud owner of two New Day articles of clothing. I have a T-shirt and a hooded sweatshirt. I love the New Day. I I I I would be astounded if Big E ascended the ladder and won. I'd be astounded. Um. That's... Prepare to be astounded. Do you know what the first happening. the first New Day shirt I bought? It had a the the faction riding a unicorn wearing sunglasses and holding a cane, and I thought, oh, maybe that's maybe that's like a you know like a cool you know like like a cool like a pimp you know like kind of like a pimpy you know like hey not like a you know selling people but you know everybody's a pimp for something like at my job I'm a pimp for um, uh, a large, a large scale, uh, uh click-based pro uh, company that I can't name. Oh, <laughs> but uh, like, and that turned out, it turned out that the blind unicorn was actually um, uh, what's the word for it? It's not an idiom. It's a um, goodness, Matt. What it? What is that phrase? Metaphor? It's not an it's not an analogy. It's a sort of euphemism. Uh, a blind unicorn means that you um, put your nutsack over somebody's eyes while you have an erection. So then they're a blind unicorn. <laughs> so it's hilarious, right? <laughs> but. <laughs> What I'm saying is I didn't know that when I got the t-shirt, but when I bought the sweatshirt, I did. <laughs> so, um, so what, where are we going I don't, this? I, I don't, I, I do think that that's a great t-shirt so hoodie. I think it's a great shirt combo for me to own. I don't know if that's going to be the face of the WWE. <laughs> Are you saying that I have a couple of balls in my eyes right now and I'm blind to the truth? Is that was that where you were going? I think with you this? have a a biggie erection on the top of your head. <laughs> um. <sighs> well. I'm gonna have a mad erection when Biggie's grabbing that, <laughs> that briefcase. Yep, you can give the entire 
Brothers of Discussion Faction. A, a big, beautiful, blind unicorn. When this happens, Mike, I'm gonna I'm gonna take hours out of my day and piece together all of the different things that I've rightly predicted. And then like well our episode so it'll be like what, episode thirty three? Yeah. That's all it's gonna be for the first twenty minutes. <laughs> when Big E grabs that damn briefcase. I that's uh, the f folks be prepared for 20 minutes of me being an asshole. I think, I think you know what we should do. Um, I think we should make it interesting. Go for it. Well, do I have to get unicorned if I lose? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I don't think you should literally get unicorned. Um, but I think what you can do. A lot of bakeries will offer novelty cakes for bachelor and bachelorette parties. Yeah. And I think we should get a unicorn cake, if you catch my drift. <laughs> and whoever is wrong has to smash their face in one. I think I think that would be fitting, because it's dessert-oriented, like the New Day, and it would also be a uh, giant unicorn-shaped cake. I like it, because then we'll have cake. Yeah, well... <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to have slices of it before we smash your face in it, because Big E is not walking away with that briefcase. Uh, but I think that's a pretty good stipulation. Alright. Yeah, so uh, if if Big E wins, I get to put together my, my compilation of all the different times I predicted crazy things, and then they came true. Uh -huh. And then if I lose, I have to smash my face into a unicorn cake. No, the the bet is somebody's getting a face full of unicorn cake. Oh, so we have you to You get buy this Big cake. E. You get Big E, I get the field. Oh man. <laughs> That's not fair. This is the only way to shut you up about Big E. It's not happening. All right? I get the field, you get Big E. Do I get like a second chance? You know how you like your second chance matches? What if, what if I pick like Dolph Ziggler and, and uh, Drew McIntyre win the win the tag titles? You're still getting a like face full of unicorn, Matt. You're not. <laughs> you can pick them all you want. It doesn't, all right. They're not part of the bet, Matt. <laughs> all right. The faction. Um, we've had enough of you and your your. You're hot dogging and you're you're grandstanding. We've had enough, so we're gonna give you a face full of cake. Well, I mean, if I was wrong every now and then, you know, I, it would yeah, I'd stop. But God, man, this is it. I keep you know on what? rolling. You're just getting a face full of cake regardless. Call that Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre gonna be a, a huge pickup for Raw and what what happens, Mike? Four week winning streak. Four oh. weeks. Woo! Woo! Hey, what about the winning streak for Breezango? Wait, what? What about Breezango? You were all over those guys. Hey, I never said they were going to win anything. You had Nakamura winning the title at WrestleMania. You had Roman Reigns winning the title at WrestleMania. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, this isn't the time to pick different things that Matt might have been wrong about. I, I don't remember putting out an official WrestleMania pick. You had Asuka winning the title. Whoa, whoa. That was... 
That was me just being excited she was in the match. I think if we go to everything that's been published on the website, you'll you'll see. You know, I can I, I can edit. Said. I still have edit capabilities. <laughs> I'm taking all those posts down, Matt. <laughs> We've had enough. The rest of the factions had enough. You are the Roderick Strong of our group. Oh, I forgot we. I think we might have new faction members that I haven't introduced yet. Uh, Mike, what else can we talk about today? It's been 40 minutes. I feel like we haven't had any real direction. Um, I mean, we had some big things to talk about. Um, we got a stipulation that's going to make that pay-per-view more interesting. Um, Fox paying a crap t Was it $2 billion? To no, get the rights it's, to broadcast? It's, uh, you're, it's well, $1 billion, It's two, $200 million per year. Oof. A lot of money. Oh. Yep, that's a big, big slice of pie. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, we kind of talked about some of the uh, the ups in WWE this week. Um, yeah. I want to talk about some of the mishaps. Um, <laughs> one of them, and it's because people keep freaking out every time we mention Ronda Rousey. Uh -huh. Oof, I don't want to dwell too much on it, but this looks like the exact same build as her match with Stephanie. Just like a lot of glowering, and then every time there's a microphone, it's this humble you know i'm just i'm just happy to be here uh, you didn't even ask for a title match they had the bad guy ask like invite you and then you're like mad at each other it it uh, man i don't know how i feel about this feud um you know I, I, we 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 had a week to kind of let it marinate uh because you know, we just saw Naya kind of in an offhanded way behind the scenes say, hey, hey, if you're not doing anything at Money in the Bank, you know, we could, like, we could, like, fight if you want for my belt, you know. And now it's it's happening. And there's a contract signing. I don't know where that segment would have been without Stephanie McMahon there. Um, I think it would have been as bad as, well, maybe not quite as bad, but, you know, Sami Zayn and Bobby Lashley having their weird feud. Um... Mike, this isn't, I don't know if this is, uh, like, a hot tech. I, I just want your take on this, because I, I thought about it when we were talking, when we were doing our pre-show uh, prep. Um, oh, I farted. <laughs> what are the chances that? Was a, that, that was a literal self-pop. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what are the chances that, based off of the promo, not not the promo, but, like, the, the first invite to, to wrestle for the title... Um, do you think Ronda got any prep for that that challenge? Like, not like I went back and watched it again, and I I watched it with that thought process, like that thought in my head. Like, Naya was told, "Hey, why don't you go challenge Ronda, and we'll see what her reaction is." If you watch it with that mindset, it does look like Ronda is like, "What the fuck are you doing? This what?" <laughs> Do you know how much everybody hates me right now because I'm just here? Because her her first reaction is, "Oh, I'm 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 not ready for that." And it's like then Naya has to say, "Oh, I, I don't care. I'm challenging you." Like I, I I don't know. I I I. And the point of me bringing this up and me asking you your opinion on that is only because I really feel like this 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 was just a. Uh, last second, uh, maybe not a last second decision, but a decision without a lot of consideration for what's going to happen and like what what 
what is the story supposed to be? What is this? What is this? What is the end game for these two wrestlers? Like, and and then the and then the promo or the contract signing this past Monday just kind of cementing that thought in my head that they didn't put a lot of thought into this. Or maybe, you know, maybe one of them just isn't around for these discussions, and by one of them, as much as I love Ronda and I love her in the WWE, maybe she hasn't been around for these discussions, but it's like, what the fuck? Like, I, I, I'm going to watch it, and the whole point of this is to get Ronda in a big match, and, you know, maybe that's part of this deal with Fox is WWE's like, well, shit, we got to put our biggest names in title matches now. Um, you know, I mean, maybe that's all part of it, but what, like, none of this to me so far is making any sense. It, it's just, they could have, they could have just set this up as that gentlemanly, you know, uh, I'm going to challenge who I want to challenge because I'm the champ. And, and then, uh, you know, all of a sudden it's, it's, I hate you and I'm, I'm going to tear your arm off and. I imagine next week it's going to be even more harsh. Out of nowhere. And then the worst thing, Mike, is I can see it now that if this match ends clean, they're going to do a fucking handshake in the middle of that ring. And that's going to make absolutely zero sense. Well, <clears throat> here's uh, here's what I'm hoping. Okay. Uh, okay, look at this. Uh, last week... We got teased for a match. Uh, NXT. Uh, Ricochet and Velveteen Dream were battling each other. Then Lars Sullivan intervened for God knows why. Um, and then they booked Velveteen Dream and Ricochet versus Lars. And I think collectively we both said, this is not going to end well for anybody. And then this week... In the handicap match, Lars versus Ricochet versus Dream, all three characters somehow came out better. Uh, Dream had direction. Yep. As a heel, uh, Ricochet, you know he's the he's the hero, and he came in like the underdog against crazy odds. So it's not it's not like a devastating loss. You know he lost to the biggest monster in the in the NXT, and he got betrayed. So it makes sense. And then Lars is the biggest dude. He should win against those two guys because he outweighs them by 100 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> so whoever wrote that, A+. I hope that same person is also assigned to the Ronda Rousey-Nia Jax angle. Because um, outside of that, I, I are you really going to give Ronda the, the belt that soon? Um, I think based on which pay-per-view it is, you know, being Money in the Bank... And the placement of the matches is going to be key, um, especially if that Money in the Bank winner for the women ends up cashing in that night. Uh, just so we don't really get in a you know a, a Ronda Rousey run with the belt. Um, you know this will be a way for her to be victorious, but you know not not necessarily be the champion. Damn it. Um, yeah. So some sort of shenanigans are going to occur during that match. Either Natalia's going to, you know, do her big show impression again and switch from face to heel or whoever wins that that briefcase is going to cash in on Ronda. But I, I I like if Big E wins money in the bank and 
Nia wins clean over Ronda, I, I, I fall out of my chair. I, I don't know why you would ever make those two booking decisions. <laughs> and, um, and then, like, confetti, Ronda holding the title, and credits. Yeah. <laughs> Sign off. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, again, the official stance of myself, Mr. Matthew, um, I don't mind, really, if she wins the title. I just don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't like the booking. Uh, I don't like the setup. I can't imagine the story in the ring is going to be amazing. Um, but like, I, I don't know. I, I'm sounding like an idiot by saying I get it. Because obviously everyone understands why the WWE would want her to hold the title. Nobody's like, I don't get it. This should be Nia forever. Like nobody has that. I hope nobody's thinking that. I apologize if you're thinking that right now. Um, but I, I don't know. I think it's just because I'm at a loss for words with this feud is, is pretty much sums it all up. Like, it shouldn't be this difficult to dissect. It, it should be easier to write a storyline for someone that is this, that is, that is shaking walls like Ronda Rousey is for the, the pro wrestling universe. Like, someone to come in and cause this much of a disturbance like to come into the business and have people just either so incredibly excited to see her holding titles or just hate fucking the idea just out of like just this pure hatred for anything that she's involved in like just to be on those different sides of the spectrum it should be easier with someone with that much, you know... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, sh- it should be easier. Um, it almost seems like this move is made in conjunction with the Fox agreement. Like, they're like, well, we gotta get our biggest superstar, give her a belt. So now she's immediately getting a title match. Um, and even if she doesn't win, it... You're, you're, let, me, let me back up that sentence. Even if she doesn't leave the pay-per-view with that belt, she will probably hold it for a few seconds, at least, until somebody swoops in and cashes in on her. Um, yeah, and that, that's a good point. And that, that actually... And that's something to that's something to put in the commercials when you're watching, you know, SmackDown on Fridays. You know, Ronda Rousey is the champion, somebody you, you recognize. Right. Even if she's on the wrong TV show <laughs> and on the wrong channel, um, it's still owned by WWE, and they're still going to advertise, you know, SummerSlam. I, I would be surprised if Ronda, at least in SummerSlam and going forward, wasn't the women's champion for yeah. Raw. No, I, 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 I totally agree with that. And the, the Money in the Bank thing, I, I do always forget like that it can be cashed in that night. I hate when that happens because I think it's a wonderful tool to have for a whole year. But uh, I guess... I mean, I mean, that's kind of what they did last time, though. Like Carmella held it almost as long as you could. Yeah. So they might do a quick turnaround this time and, you know, cash it in immediately. And then Big E will probably hold it. I don't know. I'm going into oh Royal Rumble. What do you think? How long do you think Big E's going to hold it? <laughs> do you mean how long do I think he's going to, his fingers are going to graze it before he slams into the mat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, how long, like, how far is he going to pull the belay buckle back like is he gonna actually get his thumb into it before he grabs the <laughs> all right all right i'm done let's let's talk let's talk something else uh we're let's see if we can do an episode under 60 minutes 
Um, <laughs> um, well, I mean, we kind of we kind of uh, glossed over NXT there for a minute. Um, there's a few things I really liked from this episode. Yeah. Uh, one was Velveteen Dream. Um, <laughs> like the exchange is just funny because we're we're convinced that WWE is trying to recreate the the Golden Lovers, um, but with Ricochet and Velveteen. Um, when last week we saw them, they went into a obviously empty room. room. Yeah, by just each other in a, a closed, yeah. a closed off room, no witnesses. We, we never see William Regal answer the door after Ricochet and Velveteen pound on it for a couple minutes. Yeah, and then this and week then all of a sudden, um, let's, let's to kind of all right, go ahead to kind of further that yeah. um, Velveteen has some some awesome lines where he betrays ricochet in their in their as a tag team and then he says i screwed you before you could screw me <laughs> so clearly they were planning to screw right? right and then they screwed each other in the ring in front of everybody yep. um I, there's nothing more clear to me right now than the fact that those two are are in in the middle of creating their beautiful long lasting relationship yeah, I like, mean, I used to, you know, fuzzy. we used to have Miz and Maurice, we had Dean and um, Renee, and now we're going to have Dream and Ricochet. Yeah, like, as fuzzy as the, the Ronda Nia Jax thing is, like, is not clear as to what they want to do with this feud, it could not be more crystal clear what Ricochet and Dream are turning into. <laughs> yeah, it's true, it's true love. Um... I'm excited to see them, you know, finally, you know, kiss at a takeover event. I think that'll be really cool. I, I um, think it'll be fun when Ricochet has his rebuttal line to Dream, as he's in their, you know, their big, uh, as they're setting up this feud, this rivalry in the ring, and Ricochet's got Dream down, and he's like, "Now I'm screwing you," like, yes. Then <laughs> <laughs> do one of those shots where the camera gets real close in, and then they. You can actually hear what the guys are saying in the ring. That's, uh, can't wait. I think they could also do kind of, you know, like Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. And then instead of, um, you know, like, I love you, it'll be like, I'm screwing you. And then like a big, you know, elbow <laughs> drop or something. <laughs> and I think the key here is to keep liars involved in this entire thing. As like a third party, just watching from the outside. Like as the two, as those two are screwing each other. To just have Lars kind of figure out, like, how does how yeah, do I figure into this? Am I? Yeah, you need a character who's like a stand-in for the for the audience experience for how you're supposed to feel, and he he should be like a little like a little disturbed, but then kind of like nodding and being like, yeah, I get it. you know, I get it. Yeah, or, you guys should be with each or other. Or if it was big old Lars, just like you know, hand in hand, like his own hands up to his chest, and he just goes, aww. <laughs> <laughs> um what else stood out oh you know what else i really like this week um undisputed era they didn't they didn't really get a ton of um uh tv time but we still got to hear <laughs> what was my favorite line of the week uh between raw smackdown and nxt <laughs> when kyle o'reilly uh very maturely referred to pete dunn as pete dune <laughs> I just thought I just thought it was like the perfect bully line because it was you know just him 
just subtle enough to get under the skin, but not like over the top where you're trying too hard. You know, like Roddy Strong. Um, yeah. I feel like all his jokes fall flat, and Kyle just knocked it out with one dumb little comment. Because uh, uh, <laughs> he had me laughing. I don't, did you see uh, Roderick Strong's post on, on Instagram and Twitter? Where no, that, what do you there do? There's a video of, uh, you know, the slapping, that guy that slaps everybody that's at a party. And uh, basically he's saying, uh, and, like, this has been a, a meme or a gif that's been going around for, for a while. So now, as the, the gentleman that goes around the party slapping everyone, including the kids, and a squirrel and a tree, that is the Undisputed Era. And everybody at this party was heavy machinery, it was Pete Dune, <laughs> <laughs> Oni Lark, like, it, it was just uh, everybody that, that's trying to take these titles away from Roddy and, um, and Kyle O'Reilly, like, they're, they're all getting slapped around. I, I just... Man, as, as much of a doofus Roderick Strong was, and as much as I wanted to feud with him, oh, damn it all the hell. Yeah, he's winning me he over. He won you over? Yeah. That, it's, <laughs> it's really, he's really getting to me. He, he's, I, I think I might be, as, as much as I was trying to screw him, I think he's screwing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, I had to bring that full circle. I, I was a big fan of heavy machinery. <laughs> I, uh, I was a big fan of Heavy Machinery and TM61 this week. I still would like to see uh, Heavy Machinery, you know, oh win a match. One of these it hurts days. my heart. It hurts my heart. I can't keep watching Heavy Machinery. Just <laughs> oh, Josevich, I love his in-ring character. I can't say it enough. Yeah. When he's just, uh, if you ever watch Saving Silverman, um. When they're uh, when they're taunting Amanda Pete, uh, Steve Zahn and Jack Black, and Jack Black just keeps going, "Come to ha! Like that's Otis every time. <laughs> We're gonna get you! Ha! And he does that little spin move where his arms don't really move; he just keeps them stiff. Yeah. Um. Um. The the caterpillar, his version of the worm, I pop every time. Um. I love that spot they do where they pick up one member of the tag team and turning him into a, a battering ram into the other guy who's prone in the corner. Um, yeah. And they just can't win a goddamn match. I don't... Uh. Yeah, it, it, like... Apparently, we miss a lot of things on NXT. Like, these are an hour-long episodes, but... Uh, episode... Uh, episode. Yeah, there we go. Every yeah. episode is, hour long, is an hour long. There we go, I said it. Ah! But... They're, they record, obviously, for a lot longer, and we're missing mistakes. Things in the ring that will keep guys from, you know, moving up the roster. And um, I'm, I'm wondering, like, are we are we missing something? Because everything no. we see is pure gold from these guys. I, I just, because they've, I, I told you a couple weeks ago, like, I, I was watching videos of them in NXT from 2016, where they were a jobber, t a jobber team. I would still technically say they're jobbing out to everybody. So, <laughs> what? yeah, they're definitely on a they're on a job streak right now. Yeah. Um, Where does it change? I guess I guess it's because of the comedy aspect of it. Like you don't want to give a comedy act the tag titles, I guess. Um, so basically, they're destined to be Breezango. I, I mean, like, think about Carl and Luke. Um, when they had that brief run with the belts, they briefly dropped all the nerd talk, and they were just trying to be, you know, jerks. Yeah. Really come off his heels. Um, 
And since they've stopped doing that, you know, they they kind of toiled around with um, being OGs of, the, of BC and, um, you know, nerds and too sweet knit and laughing and doing awful promos in the, in the, you know, against whoever they were feuding with. And now they're being taken seriously because they're being jerks again. Uh, so it definitely feels like heavy machinery in order for them to actually make it. They're, they're going to have to... They're going to have to drop the fun part of the of the shtick. Um, Damn it. Damn it. It's just such a bother, because, I, I mean, like, Edge and Christian got to have fun and be champions. The New Day obviously got to have fun and be champions. Um, you know, the Usos were, were fun-loving guys when they, you know, before this, this current run with the, you know, the black and white clothing and... Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I... I I, I never feel like the crowd is sitting on their hands when Heavy Machinery comes out. I feel like Dozovich gets a pretty big pop. Yeah. Um, you know, Tucker's not quite as um, charismatic, but I, who is as charismatic as Dozovich? <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, uh, I would say, remember that, that instance in Shrek when um, Shrek and Fiona are bonding and they make balloons and they make one out of a toad? Like, that's kind of how I picture Dozovich. Like, he's just a really fun, athletic toad, balloon, who just kind of bounds around the ring. Um, he's kind of got that little toady face to him, yeah. and he's he's a little he's a little guy, you know, like, stature-wise, for, you know, for all the beef he's carrying, all the, all the steaks. <laughs> um, he's a grizzled Yeah! Guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, you and I love him. Uh, I... Like they do a good job, you know, as far as putting people over. I guess TM six one's gonna be, you know, making a move towards the top. Um, yeah, I, it's just I, I don't know how I feel about them holding the belts because they they'd have to go through undisputed era, who you know are no faces themselves. So yeah, I I, I mean unless this this means that um, you know. Is there is there a title change coming with the the Money in the Bank NXT takeover? I don't know, but yeah, uh, I I guess it just you know we talk about on this show we call it Teflon. Um, you know, does a can a loss really even hurt you at this point? And heavy machinery, it's, I don't know if it's for a good reason, but it's like another loss. Well, they can't really get any lower than this, so it doesn't really hurt them. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it's uh, it's a bummer, but again, like I, I guess as long as we're still seeing them on TV every week, we should be happy. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't know. TM61 doesn't do a lot for me, but again, that's partially because we haven't heard them on the microphone, really. Um, they were injured for a while. Um, now they're healthy. Now they're getting wins. Um, hopefully we get to, you know, that's, that's how we love undisputed era so much we get to hear them on the mic we get to hear them on the hard camera um <laughs> well at least adam cole um but uh, i'll say the the last thing i wanted to to give kudos to today was just uh lacy beating Kyrie. I, I thought that was yeah yeah i thought that was a, a nice nod to, to lacy who's who's definitely done some work to put to put together a good character i i i enjoy her um she does that awesome handstand move i thought was pretty sweet um, and plus, uh, you know, you bring up Teflon. I think Kyrie's fine. She can lose, and we're not gonna think any less of her. 
So given Lacey yeah. the win, like that's easily her her biggest win since since coming to you know to her to to NXT programming. Yeah, you know what? And uh, I did like the new little um, little wrinkle they added to the women's right. Um, her new finisher. Yeah. Uh, uh, Maro, you know, explaining, oh my, it can come out of anywhere! So that does kind of add a little bit of um, excitement to it. You know, it's just one big punch from this, you know, large, muscly woman. Um, you know, kind of um, makes her matches a little bit exciting. Because yeah. that, that Randy Orton um, aspect to it, you know, where you never know when the finisher's going to hit you. Um, so yeah, I'm, I, I was pumped for that. Um, I do think the the best match though from NXT was was probably Heavy Machinery versus TM61. Even though I didn't like the outcome. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on real quick was <laughs> when is NXT gonna stop doing these weird uh, like outdoors in the dark promos? <laughs> like, I, I wonder last when week. Recorded. Last week, Alistair was Alistair Black was just like cruising around outside in a purple vest, as he does. <laughs> It was pitch black outside. It wasn't like, you know, kind of dark. You know, maybe he's outside having a cigarette or something. It was pitch black outside. What the hell was he doing? Well, Mike, I'm pretty sure if you head to the Performance Center every night, that's where you'll find Aleister Black. He's not training. He's not just out eating with in friends. The dark. He's just cruising around out. Like, not even, not even with, like, a purpose. An aimless cruise in the parking lot, just walking. And that's, I mean, that's how they knew to have the camera crew there. We haven't seen Alistair, you know, in a while, so we've got to put him on NXT pro- uh, programming, so we'll just hang out in the parking lot, and eventually he'll run into the cameras. I, I, I don't know. I, they did it again this week with Gargano and Candice. I, I don't know. Were they making out back there? Who knows? Um, I mean, Gargano is, is playing up that injury, so he's wearing a neck brace. Like, should you be walking around in the pitch black when you're wearing a neck brace? <laughs> be at home recovering maybe it's uh Um, maybe he's concussed so he needs to be in darker areas (laughs) so that it it doesn't hurt his head too much yep that is is there's a reason for everything nice um (laughs) well every week we promise to keep this under an hour we broke that promise we we didn't even really talk about Sami Zayn and lashley like we wanted to oh my god we have to do you have the time I, I can make time. I can make time for Lashley sisters. What the <laughs> fuck was that? <laughs> I there has been I mean for everything that we've talked about like oh maybe Ronda Rousey's getting this fight because of the Fox deal. Did the WWE writers want to end it? Like were they second guessing the Fox deal? So they're like I I don't know put a wig on these three guys standing over Let's there. Let's have a. Let's have a sabotage, like, contingency plan. Yeah. Uh, Sammy, get out there and make us uncomfortable so we can watch Bobby Lashley beat up three <laughs> black women. And there's, His own sisters. There's so many things wrong with this. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you saw the, the rumors going out there that, um, and I call bullshit on this, but the rumors that they wanted to do this segment and they didn't want Bobby Lashley to beat up women. So they put wigs on three dudes to run the segment. Now, that argument means that the WWE writers absolutely needed to have Bobby Lashley beat up three women. And that was the only solution they could come up with in a promo. 
If that there's no no that's, that's true. bullshit. No, 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 no. There's there's no who who even put that rumor out there? There's no way they would have had Bobby Lashley the face <laughs> beat up three women. That is not true. No. That's moronic. No. Yeah, that's either cage side or wrestling ink or No. Yep. That, no. No. That's fake news. Fake news. <laughs> um like, what's real news is we still had to watch a representation of that because that's what happened. Uh, he pummeled three women in dresses. Well, they weren't really women, but I, I don't know. I, 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 did, I felt bad for Sammy. I, he put a lot of energy into that, that whole thing that was really long. It was like 10 or 12 minutes. Yep. Um, none of the jokes landed. Not a single one. Um, How about uh, Bobby Lashley coming out there and just smiling at Sami Zayn because he couldn't remember any of his lines? Oh, that was really bad. Yeah, Sami Sammy tried to rescue it. Yeah. Um, How about I halluva kick you in the face? Like, that was not... That totally changed the entire segment. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could tell. Sammy's like, well, what the, what the fuck am I going to do to save this bullshit? Wow. Yeah, uh, I don't know if, if any wrestler could have made that segment work. Um, it's certainly not Bobby Lashley. That's yeah. uh, asking a lot for him to walk in on, on a, a comedy segment that's getting crickets and have Mr. Charisma himself uh, smile his way through a segment where some guy is <laughs> representing his representing his. his Flesh and blood sisters with three jobber wrestlers wearing wigs, uh, and one of them holding a dirty rag. Was it supposed to be dirt or blood? I don't know. I, I my stomach churned just watching this whole segment. Um, yeah, it was just, and like, like even, I, like this is the problem with this segment. The rumor that I just mentioned. There's no way that's true, but go ahead. The other rumor about it being, like, like this is how far out of touch some of the WWE universe is. But thinking, like, this was supposed to be some sort of inclusion thing, like... What? Yeah. Like, th that's the problem with this segment. That... That's what came out of it happening. Like, so many dumb things were said... Not only by the, the two guys in the ring, but then, or I should say a lack of things said by Bobby Lashley, but then the WWE Universe doesn't know how to react to this. I, and I don't say, I don't mean the entire WWE Universe, but there's a good chunk of fans that don't know how to react to it. And it, it's just, it, it's such a bad decision from every different angle. I, I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I, it's it it didn't there was no reason for that to happen i i tried to piece it together in my article where i was like okay um bad decision regardless but maybe the bobby lashley thing wasn't supposed to lead to this and they were like well what the fuck do we do now that was stupid <laughs> like having bobby lashley try and talk about his you know upbringing with his sisters and he's he can't he doesn't have a genuine bone in his body so he's just up there like putting out a fake smile the fake like talking through the fake smile which you can feel when he's talking he did that interview with renee young like three weeks ago now sammy Zayn comes yeah, out a it, week it, ago and it's like why 
you know, why is he just giving a promo for his next promo? Is it because they hadn't figured this out yet? I don't know. Um, ah. It was almost like Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Wait, we're going to do what? And Sami Zayn's going to do what? And he's going to... What? No. Everybody it was almost like he came me. out and... It was like he tried to come out and torpedo it even further. Um, but, uh, wow. That's funny, Sammy. Thank you. Yeah. What? What the f- <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm glad the crowd didn't react. Uh, it wasn't a segment that should have been booed. It, it deserved silence. Because um, I don't want them to think that we were booing like, Oh, Sammy, you heal. That's... No, don't do that. You know. It deserves silence. Like, what What the fuck is this? Yeah. What is this? Late, I mean, uh, lazy, creative, um, I don't know, offensive, disrespectful. Um, it was very risky. Ooh. Oh, man. Yeah, I guess so, it was. And it, it didn't pay <laughs> off. I don't know Let's what... see if we can make 20,000 people uncomfortable. <laughs> I'll do you one better. Let's put this on TV. <laughs> I just, like, I don't know. I, at least w- this is our outlet. This is us being able to tell the WWE, never again, please, thank you. Like, Yeah, I, I don't want Sami Zayn to, like, you know, get released because of this. I, I, I hope that he didn't write it. I hope he doesn't get blamed for it. Um... Like, based on what he's done in the past, I really liked his heel segments when he would put uh, glasses on and read notes from Stephanie Ma- Stephanie McMahon. Uh-huh. You know, I, I liked those. I thought they were pretty funny because they were, oh, this guy's so annoying, which is what he's supposed to be as a heel. Yeah. Um, this was just confusing and embarrassing, and it was just bad. Yeah, all, all it was missing was, uh, I, man... It, uh, what did we get just a couple weeks ago? Oh, it was a uh, big cast beating up a a, 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 a a little person, a minute miniature version of Daniel Bryan. <laughs> yeah, um, a lot of a lot of misguided comedy. I don't I don't know I, I don't know who's putting these segments together. It's not comedians. I promise you that. <laughs> well, like I, um, I like to think that part of our goal here on the website and the and the blog and the podcast. We need to put a better face on what the WWE is and what fans are thinking. Because there's a lot of dumb opinions out there. And these type of things just, like, you can't fix that. You can't, you can't, um, you can't figure it out. Like, you can't explain to someone what they're watching. You can't, I don't know. You just, there's nothing about, like, there's no way... I don't know. I mean, it's just it brings us back. It takes us ten steps backwards for every one step they take forward. A segment like that just it it yeah, it's this exactly isn't. what people who don't watch wrestling think is going on. And then we have to go, no, no, this is they fucked up. Granted, and they rarely do this. And then the person that you know that this is their one time to turn it on, why would they ever turn it on again? Ever? I don't know. Yeah, I mean. Even when Roman Reigns had those historically awful promos, um, it, you know, he still had a reputation. 
you know, for being a badass in the past, and then in the future he could still cut promos that say a bad word or two. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do to Bobby Lashley. Like, his, his debut is... Uh, didn't move the needle for anybody. Um, his his feuds have been nothing. Uh, his matches haven't been really anything to talk about. And then this happens. I, I don't know what they got next in store for him, but uh, you know when we talked about why did they even make this signing in the first place? I I don't think this is a stepping stone to Brock Lesnar. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, I, I don't know. It doesn't It doesn't look good. Yep. Um, hot tag question. Who's got a brighter future and who has a better chance of winning the WWE title? Bobby Lashley or Otis Dozovich? <laughs> I mean, Give me Dozer. I mean, Give me Dozer. Yeah, like, definitely Dozer because Bobby's ah! probably going to quit after this, this feud is done with Sammy. Like, if, if Bobby knows it's good... For, Oh man, I can't stop burping. If Bobby knows it's good for him, he'll just—I mean—he'll just go back to Bellator. Like he'll—he'll he'll find he'll find something better yeah, to this, make money. Like this. This was this was bad. This was that Roman, you know, giant, you know, Jack climbing the beanstalk. Um, this was that oddly racist promo that Alexa Bliss had to do for Asuka. That who cut that racist one on Nakamura? Um, you mean besides the I don't fans? Think it, no, yeah, it was the fans. Yep. I don't think it was. I don't think it was AJ. Um, I think it was. Maybe it was Dolph Ziggler. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, it, it's just. It's, it's just stop. another instance of uh, WWE not really understanding comedy. Uh, yeah. And I think you know what? If you want to tie kind of um, tie everything together in a nice bow. As far as getting somebody who understands comedy, um, if this is if this if they look at Big E or Xavier Woods, uh, you know that's somebody who has a a, a a finger on how human beings actually process humor um, <laughs> <laughs> and communicate. Maybe it's not that far fetched that they come away champs yeah! um, for Money in the Bank. It's not far fetched because it's gonna happen. Oh my god. Alright, uh, I think I'm good for the week. Matt, you good? Yeah, let me just, uh, I want to welcome uh, Kapil S, Charlie O, and Charlie C. Woo, Charlie's! And, and Woo! One, one quick shout out here, because uh, I, I, I think she does an absolute wonderful job. I'm not sure if she's going to have time to listen to it today, but look out for um, at underscore VP walk um that's our good friend Paige. she loves listening to the podcast and she likes to uh to live live tweet the podcast uh give her a follow and then uh keep an eye on what she's doing because uh she does a great job uh yeah put that handle out there one more time it's, uh at underscore vp walk give her a listen she's a good friend of the podcast hopefully she'll be a guest uh very soon um i, I i'd like to do just to give everybody a little bit of a heads up here um, if you have friends that need to learn a little bit more about wrestling, I, I'd like to have Paige on the show. Uh, maybe she'll live tweet an answer for us uh, to, to sort of introduce things like money in the bank. You know, what, what is money in the bank? What, what is this silly match? What's the Royal Rumble? 
why is SummerSlam more important than than any you know of the other summer pay-per-views? Think things like that, where we can we can sort of have an episode of a podcast that you can listen to at any time, instead of them expiring after a week. <laughs> Something like that on the wire. Uh, so that that'll be coming soon. Hopefully, Paige will want to uh, participate. That is uh, at underscore VP Walk. Give her a follow. Uh, follow her while she's doing her live tweeting in the episodes. It's it's good fun. Uh, and again, thank you uh, to all the new faction members we got this week. Not not quite thirty like last week, but uh, we welcome you. We hope you're enjoying what you're reading. And, and of course, again. Uh, it's uh, bodpodcast.com. If anybody uh, is 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 looking to, uh, I don't know, just speak to us. Just you can find us on there. There's a comment section. There's you can comment on every article. You can comment on every blog post and and podcast post that we put on there. Let us know what you think because we are learning ourselves. We'd love to hear what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, and uh, of course, go to uh, iTunes and SoundCloud subscribe and if if you if you could leave a review it helps us uh good or bad we just it'll help us if it's bad because then we'll we'll learn how to to make this better and if it's good we'll we'll jump up the rankings so thank you again from myself matt and myself i am michael (laughs) and that before we wrap it up we're gonna give you one last ah man Alright, thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Come on!